Garbage is Served is a not-safe-for-work podcast addressing controversial topics in the U.S., like baby boomer fragility and abstinence-only education that are guaranteed to ruin your family dinners. Each episode focuses on some of your family's regrettable misconceptions that your hosts, Jesse and Keeley, take to task. So how the hell are you, Jesse? It's April 19th. I don't know. I guess I'm okay. It's really up and down. How are you? <laughs> Pretty much the same, but you did just make some funfetti something or other, didn't you? Doesn't that count for something? Yes, yes. So I'm doing this like cooking thing with friends at six today, and I decided that I also wanted dessert. So I made vegan funfetti cupcakes, and I made some vegan buttercream. I have yet to frost them because <gasps> they're cooling, uh, but so far they're pretty cute. <laughs> So how is your, you said your your week was kind of up and down. Yeah, I mean, you haven't told me how you're doing yet, I don't think. So emotionally, I think I was okay this week. It wasn't auspicious for a variety of reasons. Like I fell, I fell down the stairs yesterday and I'm so sore from that. And then also this week I had some light food poisoning from some bad chicken. Just some light food poisoning. Just some light food poisoning. And then um, also our heater was out for two whole days. That's terrible. <laughs> I know. So like a lot of really random, not good things happened, but I, I didn't feel depressed press this week as much as I think I had. My body is in massive amounts of pain today, but generally I'm fine. Do you attribute your not super depression on anything in particular? Probably two things. I've been watching less and reading less news. That definitely helps. I also was a little bit more active this week, not necessarily physically, but I was just like busier after work most days. So work wasn't as stressful this week, which was nice. But then, you know, on Tuesday, you and I did a dance class. Wednesday, I had a happy hour with friends. Thursday, I had happy hour. Yeah, so I think I was busier. And I want to say I was busier because I was talking to people, not because I was drinking more. That's what I hope the real answer is. So you sound kind of down today. Did you have some high points of your week? Yeah, definitely. So we bought a car this week. Damn! Is it a Ford? What is it? I think it's a Ford. It's a Ford C-Max hybrid. No, it isn't, is it? That's yes. what we have. That's what you have? <laughs> What year is yours? A 17. Oh, ours is 16. Uh, well, we have the shitty interior, so that's probably the trade-off. That's really Do funny. Do you really? That cracks me up. <laughs> really? What made you get the C-Max? I honestly didn't pick it out. Andrew did. I have never owned a car. I like. I, I technically know how to drive, uh, but we've been talking about getting a car for a long time because we've been talking about leaving Minnesota. I mean, not Minnesota. I don't live there anymore. Huh? <laughs> Anyway, we've been talking about getting a car because we've been planning to leave Chicago. I think this has like sped up some of our plans or just put a lot of things into perspective for us and being stuck in Chicago in a very, very small radius because we can't get around. We can't like get lifts uh, or Ubers right now. We can't really take public transportation. Like all of those things pose quite a bit of risk and the weather's been pretty shitty. So it snowed twice in the past week. We just feel stuck. As a reminder, it's April 19th. So it's not usually snowing this <laughs> not, time. Here. It's not usually snowing. Not here. I mean, we've been talking about getting a car for forever and we just did it. And then it was delivered to us. 
Oh, God. I guess this week we also uh, live-tweeted a movie together called Slumber Party Massacre. We did. I wasn't sure what to expect because I was... I really, really hate, like, titty thrasher movies a lot. There was lots of titty, though. There was lots of titty and there was some thrashing. I think that this movie was like very self-aware and realizing that was I think it was both written and directed by women Uh, I'm not sure if the writer was but it would make sense if it had been just because I think these folks that we watch it with tend to choose movies that are written and directed by women yeah I feel like they haven't steered me wrong so far you know with like three weeks of experience now which is basically none but it was it was fun I had a good time. There were a lot of boobs, though. So many boobs. So many boobs. So it's week five. What are things like outside of your home? Do you want to talk about that? Or what What are you in the mood for? Because I feel like I have a lot of weird energy, and I'm just going to keep trucking forward. Yeah, but no. I'm be aware of what you need. I don't really need anything. I don't really know what I need. Andrew and I took our car out for a spin today, but hey, <laughs> we can't really go anywhere. So we just drove downtown and then drove back, and we have really only been within like blocks of our place in weeks like as far as we walk our dog and it was really interesting to see all the different people out and a lot of people had like masks but then some people didn't and most people were socially distancing but then a lot of people weren't and my favorite is seeing people have masks but have them pulled down right and then like being in close proximity to other people not wearing masks having a Mm -hmm. conversation and I'm just like why why even bother with the mask why do you even have it around (laughs) your chin no I've seen so many folks that have just covered their mouths too like they don't realize that their noses are holes that need to be protected as well Guard your nose holes, people. Guard your nose holes. If we've learned anything. (laughs) The one thing I will take away from the past five (laughs) weeks is that my nose holes are vital. Um, Have you noticed any common themes of people that have worn masks or have not worn masks? So I haven't been out very much, but I've noticed that a lot of people wear masks in situations where I don't perceive that they need to. So like out walking their dogs, not around any other people at all. Like I'll see people waiting for the bus like not wearing a mask or anything and I'm like that's when you'd want it it's like trapped in a bus with a bunch of other people right. that's confusing how about you have you noticed any themes <laughs> oh, was that a leading question I don't know no I think generally I've been confused by people's mask wearing or not wearing decisions but I will say I did go for a run yesterday morning before I fell down the stairs <laughs> And I encountered several other runners and walkers. And every time it was a fellow woman, they like would get on the road. Like we would have like 15 to 20 feet between us. Yeah, that's what I do. Men were not. Even if a woman got on the street before me, I would still get off the sidewalk like as a courtesy. Like, hey, we're both moving ourselves to be respectful in this moment. The men just never did. I can think of three random people's faces in my mind right now. And they were, none of them were wearing, were wearing masks. I wasn't wearing a mask either. But again, I was really social distancing myself when I could. Right. So. Like you don't necessarily need to if you're not around people. For example, I wore one to the grocery store yesterday morning in the pharmacy I also wore one to the pharmacy and walking to the pharmacy it's um I have to pass a cemetery and the cemetery Mm -hmm. has no matter which side that you go on like the east side or the west side of the cemetery there's only like one sidewalk and it's very narrow like there's not a sidewalk on the other side of the street and so everyone's always on one or the other sidewalk people like were not socially distancing at all and I was trying to at least like I'm gonna walk on like 
by the curb and you can walk on the inside of the sidewalk. People just like weren't doing that or they were congregating and having conversations again with their masks pulled down. It was very confusing. But I also went to the pharmacy and wore a mask and that was wild because I really haven't been out. So I was like, I'm in a store. I'm adventurous. Look at me. Going to pick up my antidepressants. (laughs) I was going to say good outing, (laughs) but it doesn't actually sound that good for you. It was fine. I listened to the new Fiona Apple album, which I'm stoked about. That was great. I do want to say something that has been new this week is that there have been protests of the shelter in place. (laughs) That's a new thing. I didn't realize this was happening until yesterday. And my very brief understanding of the situation is that people are angry that they can't go to work right now. And so they've been gathering in sums of, you know, 200 folks to protest the shelter in place. I was watching the protests in Minnesota. Uh, there was like mm-hmm. a live stream of it and it's just really interesting to know people are like I I need to work because I have to put food on my table I have to like pay my rent or my mortgage I have to take care of my family and that's like all very relatable and real but their answer to that is like thus expose me to a deadly virus so that I can earn my keep and I'm like what if just like what if instead you advocated for like universal health care and income for like universal <laughs> right. basic income come for folks but then like when right. you break that down it's I think really has a lot to do with white supremacy but you know <laughs> so are you saying that you feel like there's a political undertone to this protest so many political undertones but also all the people protesting that I saw at least in Minnesota were white folks who were also like very racist very misogynistic people and they feel like they are exempt because mm-hmm. they don't see it like attacking their communities as much and so it's like right. not real to them It's not real to them. No, I think that's a really good assessment. The protests I am most familiar with, again, very not very familiar with, but is in Texas. So I think the demographics are very similar. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, no, that's that was a new development. I guess I shouldn't have been surprised by it, but I kind of was. I thought this like one thing that the pandemic might do is kind of be a great equalizer between a lot of folk. Yeah. Have you did you notice in watching or like seeing coverage for the Texas protests, a lot of police presence? No. Yeah, me neither. No. No. White people with guns and like no cops in sight. Or the cops Mm -hmm. were the people protesting. I'm really not sure. Sigh. (laughs) So my mom lives in a town of 4,000 people. She is a teacher. But my mom, she has a compromised immune system and she's been sheltering in place very like religiously. The other day, someone knocked on the door and she went to the door. She couldn't see anyone outside. She opened the door. And it was this little girl that was no more than six who she didn't know where she lived. And she wanted to give my mom like an Easter basket. That was clearly clearly like her Easter basket. It was cold outside. These kiddos weren't wearing like clothes. So anyways, my mom like really encouraged this little girl to go home. And then the little girl ran somewhere. Anyways, the kids came back like 10 minutes later. They just like kept coming. Was it a ghost? It was a ghost with black Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. But it was really disconcerting for her because she didn't know like she didn't know what to do in that situation since she's been sheltering in place. They have no idea where the kids live. What happened when the kids came back? Oh, because they kept knocking and then running away and leaving different things for my mom to find. That is very weird. It's so I bet weird. those kids thought that they were helping or like doing something like, oh, we'll, 100%. Do, we'll lead this woman on a scavenger hunt it'll be so good but like 
it wasn't it wasn't it sounds like no and like my mom hasn't <laughs> talked to anyone in weeks either like face to face and now it's these like little kids that she hasn't seen ever i don't know what i were they done. british uh, were they wearing period clothing the way she described their accents they seemed a little bit more australian than british no, i want <laughs> We've made it this far. Do you have any expectations for where all of this is going, Jesse? I want to leave my house and do things so badly. And I'm hoping, my hope is that like, I know things are going to get back to normal. But if we can like go to a restaurant or a bar or like somewhere outside my home or just like hang out with small groups of people and like take certain precautions, like even if that looks very, very different Mm -hmm. than it did before, it would be so nice to do those things. I'm obviously like not going to jeopardize people's lives in order to do those right. I will stay home as long as I need to but I just like want to socialize so badly <laughs> yeah what about you I'm totally with you and it what you were saying reminded me of one of the happy hours I was participating in this week we were checking in with these gal pals of mine I've never said gal pal in my life but most of us had shared the same sentiment of like hey we're really happy with our partners at home and things are going well but this has made us think about how much like physical contact and just like face-to-face conversations with other people in our lives even if they aren't super intimate just are meaningful to us and we miss that there was one person she was like no I could live like this forever and I was like (laughs) I don't relate at all I respect that I can't relate no (laughs) do you think you'll miss anything about shelter in place once it's done? I think that this is like a really unique time and I'll probably look back on it and wish that I had like been more productive, Mm but you know, I'm just not going to be and that's fine. I do like being able to sleep in and just like having more control over my day, like not having to commute to work in the morning and like just show up in all the ways that are really exhausting about capitalism. (laughs) That all feels really different right now. And I do worry that when, if and when we go back to like a normal pace of life if we return to where we were at before that like that'll feel really demoralizing do you think you'll miss anything all the things that you listed are things that I agree with I also the sentiment of oh I wish I would have taken more advantage of all the time I had at home is really real but just being kind to myself and being like you know you did enough and you got through a pandemic knock on wood and that's that is okay the cult sounds so appealing oh my gosh we could so distance within our cults we'll have like a small cute cult in the mountains where we grow shit and take care of animals and bake a lot of really good food and bake so much I still haven't made bread I did read a funny like tweet that said something it was like nobody has a job but everyone knows how to make focaccia I saw that too. <laughs> I know oh yeah I think it was the year is 2021 eight people have a job <laughs> But everyone knows how to make bread. I saw that. I love that. So I've been like baking too much. I've like crossed the threshold of just baking our food in a really nice way. And now I'm baking too much. Like it's a problem. Um, For example, I made two loaves of pumpkin bread on Friday. I made banana muffins with like a pecan glaze yesterday. and dough for pizza that we're going to eat tonight and pico de gallo today i'm just making oh and we made like homemade hash browns too not all that's baking i realize but it's just been so much stuff we have had so many dishes (laughs) every day one of us has to be like okay gotta get into the dishes because this is disgusting like our kitchen is a mess yeah but also 
side note, you have yet to share that pizza dough recipe I'm with so me. Sorry. I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> so this is quarantine week five. <laughs> and you have yet to share it with me. I'm just a real selfish, selfish bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I also, while I'm sharing this, can you talk about any of the perhaps new shows you have consumed that are totally ridiculous because I too watched the first episode of a totally ridiculous show today and I wanted to talk to you about it. Sure, sure, sure. So I actually haven't been watching as much TV as I normally do somehow. I haven't, like I've been reading an okay amount, Mm -hmm. but I think I've just been spending so much time playing games on my phone that nothing else exists. However, (laughs) Too Hot to Handle dropped on Netflix on Friday, I think. (laughs) And I've finished the series now, so I'm done with it. It's bad. It's bad. It's so bad. I watched episode one today, and I was just like mouth gaping, surprised the entire time. (laughs) No one is likable. Uh, How many people are on the show? Is it 10? uh, I I don't want to make any spoilers. Oh, I think people come on to the show, right? More people do? Well, it's... Yes. (laughs) Yes, Yes, Don't ruin this riveting plot for me, Jess. The plot is so bad. (laughs) I, I still, like, there are people, like, that grew on me in watching, like, all seven or eight episodes or whatever, yeah. but ultimately, like, I still hated it, and I'm not sure that I would recommend it. That's how I felt about Tiger King. Interesting. Uh-huh. Okay. I, mean, I enjoyed watching Tiger King. I think I was open mouth the entire time watching that, too, but I was with angry disbelief, I think was the undertone with that show while the sexy one that you watched in two days it's like horny disbelief it's also like everyone is so conventionally pretty Mm -hmm. and it's also just like if like I'm just like who are these people I don't know anyone who fucking looks like this and I feel like (laughs) I have some like very attractive friends and I'm just like I I literally like don't know where you find people like this and then (laughs) I remember that like a lot of casting for reality shows like our models so it makes more sense but and I I also wondered how old everybody is because everybody seems like 20 years old I think that they are around that yeah I I heard one person say that she was 20 because she said she's 20 and she's ditzy her words not mine I will say this other bit of this is nerdy media that I can consume this week but like it made me weep basically it's the final season of the cart the animated star wars season seven clone war (laughs) and there are like four more episodes left of the series and jesse one of my favorite jedi was back and she's just amazing and i literally cried during a cartoon and that's all i need to say because it's like pretty deep in the nerddom but it moved me i mean i feel like that would probably move you regardless if it was quarantine or not but like (laughs) quarantine definitely like heightens all of your emotions everything I like that you said all emotions because I find myself kind of rubber banding back and forth between highs and lows especially this past week I think a couple weeks ago I was mostly subdued and I I was surprised when I would feel like real happiness like I was pretty mild to sad (laughs) most of the time but now it's past couple days I've been up and down I'm also on my period though so that put a kink in things made it kinky not as kinky as my like quarantine body would like it to be you're very very much in pain quarantine body (laughs) I know I I skinned my wrists and my elbows Jesse like I just like slipped with my I wasn't even I need to be clear like I wasn't drinking I thought we might have had mail. We've been waiting on something to finalize our taxes. And I was like, I'm going to go get it. Then I slipped. And I, it was only like three steps. But I just 
caught myself with my arms and my neck is definitely bad anyway so my wrists hurt my shoulders my back that's terrible that sounds terrible I mean I know that like being tall doesn't make me my falls worse but this one felt like I just fell for a long time yeah I mean you have further to fall (laughs) science my center of gravity is much lower (laughs) than yours yeah I also like after I fell I had to like continue going down the stairs and I know people like are staying at home so I know like most of the building probably heard me fall and I was like (laughs) are people watching me like they heard it are they watching me from their peepholes now I hope so yeah yeah oh hey something really positive that kind of gave me heart this week that I wanted to share Eli has been getting involved with local advocacy groups and he wrote a letter I proofed it and added my two cents but he did most of the work that we are having this group print and we're going to try to build a virtual and social distancing community in our apartment building which I'm oh, excited about. Oh that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know how it goes. Go nowhere but I hope it'll go a little somewhere because I think there are probably, yeah. there are probably at, least, at least two cool people in this building. I was going to say I hope you don't hate everyone. Bright side if we do we might not ever have to physically see them. So true. You'll just have to hear each other in the stairwell. As I fall on my ass. So any final thoughts? Oh you were going to ask a oh, question and I cut I you off. I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> Oh, look at us. We're so in tune. I don't think so. I Well, yeah, no, I do. I do. I do. My brother and his wife are going to have a baby <gasps> soon, like in like two, three weeks, something like that. And so I feel like that's becoming a little bit more real, mm-hmm. although I can't go visit them, can't do anything. They're in a different state, but that's really cool. I'm really glad you shared that. What about you? Any uh, final thoughts, Keely? So last week I had one goal and that was to do dance on Tuesday and to record it. And I didn't post the recording on social media, but I did send it to you. And I think that counts for something. It was great. I mean, it looked so good. <laughs> uh-huh, thanks. Uh, this week, I really want to see how I feel about running in the morning before work or doing yoga before work. I used to have to do that all the time, obviously, with like high school and college sports, but I haven't done it in years and years and years. And if there was ever a time to do it and still get the most possible sleep, it's now. Reconnect with your teenage self. You know, I think it's good if she's gone for the most part. <laughs> No, I be but just like you always hear people talking about how positively their lives are affected by like working out in the morning and starting their days off right. And I used to be that person. I don't think I am anymore, but we'll see after this week. Well, uh, you'll have updates then to share in the quarantine week six update. I didn't know if it actually was week six or not, and that's bananas. I think that it's week five because that's what my notes indicate to me as well. But honestly, who the fuck knows anymore? And no, days mean nothing to me anymore. <laughs> well, on that note, signing off. <laughs> <laughs>